You are listening to the Ken Pierpont Storytelling Podcast, a collection of stories told by Ken Pierpont, useful for those who want to communicate effectively. The Ken Pierpont Storytelling Podcast will often include storytelling tips and ideas to make you a more effective communicator. For more content, visit kenpierpont.com. You can also follow Ken on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Harold Hill told me this story himself. He loved to tell it. And after he told me the story, sometimes he would ask me if I'd ever heard it before. I always lied and enjoyed listening to him tell it again. Now, the story was, it was either true or he had told it so many times that he had the details down pretty well because he always told the story the same way. Here's how it goes. One summer in his youth, he and a few of his friends noticed a a local farmer had some fine-looking watermelons ripening on his vines. It had been a good year for the fruit. The field where they grew wasn't, wasn't far from town, and it was real close to a favorite swimming hole, temptingly near the road. And one hot August afternoon, the larcenous plans were made. Well, that night, after dark, they would borrow Harold's dad's car, and they would drive out to the watermelon patch. They'd come down the road with the lights off so they wouldn't be seen. Each of the boys would get a melon and carry it back to the car, and they would push the car past the bridge before they started it and drove it back to town. That farmer was pretty gruff. He was kind of a no-nonsense guy, and he had a dog with a similar disposition. The boys didn't want to risk crossing either of them. That afternoon, Harold began to feel a sense of uneasy guilt about the whole thing. He decided to call it off. On his way to tell his buddies, another plan came to his mind that'd be better than the taste of cold watermelon on a summer's evening. He paid the farmer a visit and made some quiet arrangements to surprise the prospective thieves. So that night, Harold and his buddies parked the car at the far end of the field. They creep between cornrows until they reach the end of the melon patch. Just as they're about to choose their melon, they hear the screen door on the back porch slap shut, followed by the thunder of a 12-gauge shotgun fired into the air. And that was Harold's prearranged signal to cry out, I'm shot! I'm shot! Make a run for it, guys! And run they did. His friends ran past the car without trying to start it and all the way back to town without stopping. Harold had a Coke, and he had a laugh with the farmer, and then he drove home with a big, juicy watermelon on the seat beside him. He rounded up his frightened friends, and they all enjoyed the watermelon and a good laugh. Never assume you can do wrong and get off without a hitch. You'll be found out. That's just the way it works. You can't write your own rules, and those who try, they find out they're in for a big surprise. Now, let me give you another storytelling tip, and I just demonstrated it in that Harold Hill's watermelon story. And here's the tip. Sometimes the best transition from the story to the point you want to make with the story is no transition at all. If the story is a powerful story, it'll stand on its own. If you have to say, well, the point of that is, or that's just like, well then your point hasn't been well made and it's probably not just like because if it's just like, you don't have to say so. So my suggestion is that often when you tell a story to make a point, tell the story and then immediately make the point 
without any transition in between, like that reminds me of the Christian life, or that's just like the Christian life, or that's like my life, if it's just like the Christian life, or if it's just like your life, or if it's just like their life, and it's a great story, you don't have to say so. So here's my storytelling tip. Sometimes the best transition is no transition at all. 